welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. In 1860, there was about 3,800 people living in Brattleboro. By 1890, there were about 6,800 town residents. After the Civil War, Brattleboro went through a population boom. Many of these people who moved into town were immigrants. One young immigrant family was the Brazzers. Mrs. Margaret Brazzer was born in County Kerry, Ireland. Her mother died when Margaret was 15 years old, so she boarded a ship and traveled to the United States to start a new life here. She moved in with her uncle in Amherst, Massachusetts. Mr. Egbert Brazzer was born in a small town outside of Montreal, Canada. Early in life, he became a skilled leather worker and moved to Massachusetts. In 1860, the two 18-year-old immigrants, Egbert and Margaret, met one another and married. In 1874, the Brazer family, now with six young children, moved to Brattleboro, and Egbert Brazer took a job at the SD Organ Company. Mr. Brazer would then work for SD for the next 40 years. It was a mixed marriage. Egbert was Protestant and Margaret was Catholic. The children were raised Protestant. The family was very musical, and the children participated in various Protestant choruses around the community. The family lived in a house on Frost Street. Soon there were two more children, and Egbert Brazer bought two building lots on Frost Meadow. He built a house, barn, and shed. Frost Meadow is now known as Frost Place. Finally, in the early 1900s, Egbert Brazer bought a building lot at the corner of Pine and Canal Streets and built the interesting house that still stands there today. It was outside this house that a strange accident occurred in December 1906. Arthur Brazer, the youngest child of Egbert and Margaret, was now 27 years old and married. It was about 8 p.m., and he and his wife had just left his parents' house at the corner of Pine and Canal. The young couple lived down the hill on Lower Canal Street and had enjoyed an evening visit with the family. As the couple was walking down the street, they heard the noise of something approaching them very quickly from behind. They were walking on the road because the sidewalk was too full of snow. Sleighs and horses had packed down the snow in the road and made for easier walking conditions. Mrs. Brasser first recognized the sound as a sleigh hurtling down the street at tremendous speed. She warned her husband and the two of them scurried to the side of the road and tried to make their way to the safety of the trolley tracks. Unfortunately, the young couple on the double runner sled were unable to control their coaster and both Brassers were knocked to the ground unconscious. Arthur Brasser came to first and realized he was bleeding heavily from a gash on his head. He scrambled to check on his wife and found her unable to stand. He called for help and a neighbor of his parents came to see what was wrong. Mrs. Brazer was placed on a sled and brought back to the Brazer's house. Two doctors were called, and after their examination of the injuries, an ambulance was summoned and both Brazers were brought to the hospital. Mrs. Brazer had multiple bruises and a broken leg. It took three stitches to close Arthur's head wound. The young people on the sled did not stop or walk back up the hill to check on the injured people. The newspaper reported residents of Canal Street say that the coasting on the street has been rather reckless the past few days and that they have been very cautious whenever they have been on the street. Since the accident, there have been very few sleds seen there. 
Arthur Brazier was an accomplished musician, and like his father, also worked at SD Oregon. He would go on to work at SD for 45 years. There were six brothers in the family. Most of the brothers would work at the SD company at some point in their lives. The two Brasser daughters, Minnie and Hattie, were both very accomplished in their fields. Minnie became a teacher and began her career at a one-room school on Canal Street. In 1892, the one-room school was replaced with the present Canal Street School, and Minnie became one of the first teachers in the new building. Minnie Brasser never married and became a school principal in Boston and then New York City. She retired in 1930 and traveled in France and Italy for 15 years before returning to Brattleboro and living out her last years on Myrtle Street. Harriet, Hattie Brasser, began music lessons at the age of seven. After high school, she went to New York City to continue voice and piano study. When she was 20 years old, she married Edmund Pratt of Brattleboro, and they moved to Paris, France to continue their musical careers. Hattie was recognized as an exceptional vocalist. She toured Europe as an opera singer for more than a decade. This woman of Canadian and Irish heritage toured England, Scotland, France, Germany, and Ireland, performing with the stage name Stella Brazzi, which led her audiences to believe she was really Italian. Hattie then became a voice instructor in Chicago, Buffalo, and New York City. She and her husband moved back to Paris in 1910, planning to make France their permanent home, but World War I caused them to return to the United States. They moved back to Brattleboro and built a home on Orchard Street. Charles Brasser was one year older than Hattie, and, after high school, also began working at SD Organ Company as a tuner. However, he left to work for the Boston and Maine Railroad. He then went to work for the Canadian Pacific Railroad. He was a shipping agent, someone who handled the logistics and paperwork of international commerce. After World War I, he worked for the American Express Company and was sent to Europe to re-establish offices in France, Sweden, Norway, and Belgium. He was an accomplished illustrator and made hundreds of sketches of European life. He was then posted in China to establish an American Express office there, and he continued his sketching. After his time in China, he retired and returned to Brattleboro. He purchased a home on Western Avenue and proceeded to present lively lectures of his time in Europe and Asia, displaying his sketches of life on both continents. Charles Brasser's lithographs and pen and ink drawings were featured in an exhibit at the Brattleboro Museum in 1984. During his retirement, Charles made many illustrations of local historic buildings. For instance, he used descriptions and previous drawings to create iconic images of Fort Dummer and the Westminster Meeting House. The 1984 museum exhibit focused on illustrations Charles made of his memories of Elliott Street immigrant life. The Brasser family moved to Brattleboro when Charles was a young boy, and his first memories of town were the colorful immigrants he met in the Elliott Street neighborhood of the 1870s. When Charles Brasser died in 1930, there were 9,800 town residents. Most of them originated from somewhere other than Brattleboro. Many of us are not from here, but we find ourselves living in the Connecticut River Valley. The Brasser family story reminds us that newcomers to this hilly land along a great river have always been a part of Brattleboro's story. We'd like to thank Jonas, Annika, Jay, Maddox, Dylan, Tiffany, and Emily for reading This Week in Brattleboro History. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.